So today, as part of our podcast here, which is powered by Upside Global, we have the honor to interview Greg Bonnier, the VP of Helite, a leading red light therapy device manufacturer located in France and Canada. So Greg, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Great. So Greg, what I want to talk to you about today was first your background, and then uh, I'd love for you to talk about your company, your product, and the benefit for the teams and athletes to use it. And then we'll talk about your plans for the next 12 months. How does it sound? Absolutely. Sounds great. Go ahead. Great. Great. So uh, to begin with, you know, for the audience, could you tell us by telling us about your background? So basically the company is when we say red light therapy, uh, it's, it's uh, another way of, of talking about photobiomodulation, which is uh, the effect of light at certain wavelengths. On, uh, on, on human cells. Uh, every cell in your body has photoreceptors and with it, the capacity to transform uh, those light uh, wavelengths, certain wavelengths of light into energy. So photons can become ATP, ad adrenosine triphosphate, which is the fuel of your cell. And that essentially is going to have an effect on, on two things. It's gonna have a, an anti-inflammatory effect. Uh, yep. So uh, antalgic effect. And it's going to have an effect on tissue regeneration through the byproduct of this process, which is essentially collagen and elastin. So it's, it's, it's not new. It's something that uh, has been uh, researched for many, many years. It was only available to um, medical uh, staff. In other words, in, in medical context, because the only way to achieve a very precise um, wavelength. So it, essentially it, it works at two different wavelengths, so 810, around 810 nanometers, which is um, near infrared light, and uh, 630 to 660 nanometers, which is a very deep red light. Uh, and so uh, the only way to achieve those, 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 those level of precision was through lasers. So it used to be called low-level laser therapy. So it's uh, lasers of very low intensity that are, are not meant to burn. They're, it's just meant to, to give out the a very large amount of photons at a specific wavelength. Now, uh, with the advent of LED LED, uh, we can uh, essentially do the same thing, uh, but in a much cheaper and much safer way as well. And so the purpose of the company was to sort of bring that prod that technology to uh, everyday people. So through yeah. our professional device, Uh, that can be bought by anyone who doesn't need a training uh, and will be able to, to use photobiomodulation or red light therapy uh, in a, in a semi-professional environment. And even in our case, we sell to, uh, to regular people who just want to have the technology uh, in their homes. And through the, the development of this product and the use, especially uh, because we have a, a treatment center here in Montreal, Uh, mm -hmm. And we've, we've discovered a side effect, which is a very positive side effect of those treatments at very intense red light, uh, which was the regulation of uh, sleep cycle of our clients. A lot of our, our clients were, were saying that they, they slept better. And uh, yeah. through uh, a bit of research, our, our research team uh, ended up finding out about how NASA was using these very deep red light devoid of, of blue component or short wavelength component um, with, to regulate the sleep cycle of astronauts uh, in space. Uh, and, and that's since the 60s. And not that's a lot a long of- time. 60s? That's, that's a long time a long ago. Long time. 
Yeah, and 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 it's still used today. Uh, they they actually uh, in 2012 they announced uh, uh, something like an 11 million pounds uh, investment to change all of the lights inside the ISS in order to make sure that they they could uh, emulate uh, the best of the light during the day to stimulate the uh, the astronauts and then to completely deprive them of blue light or extreme red light during night in order to regulate their their sleep cycle um so it, it was a way to uh, sort of cope it's never really, with the fact that they were really the, dark right in the space uh, station it's never it's, really dark correct it, it, it's never really dark and, but but what you want is be able it think of uh, submarines for example um yeah. submarines we, you know you've seen the pictures and, and movies they all use red light there's a very uh well, that's very right. clever yes. use yeah and th there's a very specific uh reason why they do that is to in order not to um um to to uh, uh how do you say uh d d-phase sleep cycle of uh all of the night shift workers because i mean in a submarine obviously had, it's, it's the yeah, yeah. Is this, it's the same principle with the astronauts. They're devoid of that 24-hour cycle, which is crucial to our body. And that's actually what uh, three scientists uh, were, were given the uh, um, Nobel Pro Medicine Prize in 2017 to, to show that every cell of our body is intrinsically linked to that 24-hour cycle. So yeah. sleep is extremely important in that. Uh, and and uh, and and so any way we can uh, we can regulate that sleep cycle is is going to be beneficial to anyone really, yeah. especially in the case of teams where you know they are traveling long distances, uh, odd match hours, odd schedules. Uh, it's it's a, it's a godsend for for performance if you can uh, help uh, re-regulate that sleep cycle. So yeah, so uh, regarding the the as you said right. The team sleep yes. management has become a big problem for most of the teams, and even you know the entire population. I even read studies like twenty percent of any given population in the world, twenty percent of any country, tend to have sleeping issues, right? Sleeping disorders. For the club, exactly. For the teams, yeah. Um, one thing that, for example, in soccer, right? Uh, like if you take soccer, soccer games, soccer teams in Brazil, sometimes they finish games at like eleven o'clock at night. Uh, it's very late and you know they have trouble to go back fall back to sleep in the nba i think you mentioned i think the nba uh they have to travel from one city to another they end they end, finish the game really late they have to get get on the plane they get to the next city at two or three o'clock in the morning so it's very difficult for them to have regular sleep especially when they are traveling back to back cities right so exactly Exactly, and so that's that's kind of what drove us uh, to to develop Keylight Sleep, which is our sleep aid device, which is sort of a, a spinoff on the big photobiomodulation device, uh, but only with the the, the capacity uh, or the benefits uh, on sleep. Uh, in other words, it, it doesn't have anything. Uh, it doesn't do photobiomodulation. It really just is that red light at 630 nanometers at a very specific intensity. Uh, that you put right next to your bed, and it, that's going to trigger all the effects that our bigger device uh, used to do sort of as, as a side effect. And that's what our research team, um, they came across a couple of, uh, of studies that had been done uh, with 630 nanometers light 
uh, on sleep uh, and, and in notably a 2012 study um, demonstrating the, the positive effect on both uh, sleep, the, 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 the breastfulness of the uh, a basketball team, a female basketball team in China, and yeah. the positive effect it had on what we call sleep inertia. So it's one of the four aspects uh, of the device. It's going to have a positive effect on, um, well, obviously uh, provide a deeper, more restful sleep through uh, the secretion of melatonin. Uh, it's going to help you to uh, fall asleep faster. So reduce the time of the sleep onset, um, yeah. reduce sleep inertia and regulate the circadian cycle. So uh, that, that could be in any way, shape or form, even jet lag. Uh, that that's a device that someone could could potentially just travel with to help uh, cope with jet lag. Yeah, uh, and can you go back to the? Um, so I tried your device, right? I'm yep. using it. So so basically, I put it on my bedside table. I turn on the 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 light, right? Turn it on, and after 28 minutes, it turns off by itself. And like you said, what it does is it releases your natural melatonin. So exactly. Yeah. So, so it's going to help promote that melatonin. And, and, and the reason why it goes off, it's not supposed to go on all night. Um, yeah. All sleep experts agree that we the, the best sleep condition is pitch dark. It has to be perfect darkness. So uh, the idea is just to stimulate uh, through what we call intrinsically photosensitive um, ganglion retinal cells. So there, there are cells in your eyes that have uh, completely like no... Um, they, they contribute not to vision, but rather to the uh, expression of certain hormones and some bodily functions, such as um, uh, dilatation of pupils. Uh, so they, they contribute nothing to vision. They're really just to regulate certain body function. And one of those is the uh, expression of melatonin, cortisol, alpha aminase, uh, all, all the, the, um, the hormones linked to sleep or wake cycle. Yeah. The, the, I'll tell you a story, I think I didn't mention that to you before, uh, you know, we work with a bunch of soccer teams, especially in the Premier League in Europe, and one time I was talking to the medical staff of a, of a top Premier League soccer team, and the, the, what, what the staff told me was the one player wanted to get some melatonin, he wanted to go to a pharmacy and get it. The problem in, in England, in the UK, is that you need to get a prescription to get melatonin. Um, Absolutely. So the, the beauty of your product is that you know, it releases natural melatonin, right? You don't have to go to a store and get synthetic melatonin, correct? No, and, and you know, the more information we start to gather about synthetic melatonin, the more it tends to point towards uh, not being as efficient and, mm -hmm. and potentially not, I, want, I don't want to say harmful, but not as, uh, uh, not as, as, uh, as safe as it should. And, and one of the you know, the, the counter counter point of that is the fact that in certain countries, like you said, uh, it's it's regulated. Uh, yeah. For instance, in Germany, uh, the over uh, it's the over counter quantity uh, of melatonin is 0.3 milligrams. Yeah, that is, you know, it, we can get 10 milligrams here in Canada. Uh, so governments are trying to sort of understand that, OK, it can be potentially harmful and, and 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 it's it's not the you know it's not great so in this sense they they there's a lot of regulation that are trying to uh to curb that use of synthetic melatonin and one of the great ways to uh, to do that naturally obviously is through such a product 
Um, and, uh, and, and so that's why it's so great. Uh, first of all, well, you know, like you said, it's natural, uh, but it's, it's completely non-invasive. You don't, you don't intake anything. Uh, and most of all, I think so, because there are other solutions to help promote sleep, uh, but they all require some sort of uh, active involvement of the user, uh, yeah. either through uh, breathing exercises or listening to uh, meditation, uh, pre-recorded yeah. meditation or sounds. Uh, mm -hmm. This one requires absolutely no user attention or intervention of any sort. In fact, yeah, that's a good point, because I did try the some smart sleeping mask, you know, you have to do relax, you know, breathing exercises, you have to listen to soundtracks. Uh, there are some, uh, maybe some bracelet that you have to wear at night. But the problem is, you know, athletes do not want to wear anything or anybody for them, not just athletes, right? You don't want to wear anything when you're sleeping. So the beauty of your device, I think it's like, you just put it on your bedside table and then that's it, you're done. You forget about it. Exactly. Um, exactly. So very smart. Uh, I, I want to go back on, on the effects of, of your product on sleep quality, right? Falling asleep, you know, faster, the relaxation, the sleep yes. inertia, uh, you know, the feeling of fatigue upon waking, right? So when I try your device, uh, I felt like I was more refreshed, right? I did really feel like right. I was more refreshed. And was it because I had more deep sleep or what was the reason why I was feeling more refreshed? Part of it, yes, it, it's because you you had a deeper sleep. Obviously, if you, you your body, uh, secretes the right amount of melatonin you're going to get the best sleep possible and that's why when you you wake up you don't feel so drowsy right and that's the the definition of sleep inertia and that's most of the the research that have been done in uh in the field of sleep and using red light exposure to red light at 630 nanometers have to do with um sleep inertia uh notably the the 2012 um uh, study of, uh, that I mentioned about the uh, female basketball team, but also uh, a brand new study from 2019 that showed significant improvement in that area. Yeah, and, and going, speaking of studies, right? So we work with a bunch of teams in Europe and in Europe, you know, they collaborate with universities and colleges. They do a lot of studies. They, they, they love technology that are backed by studies and research and scientific evidence. Uh, I believe you guys have done a study recently on some work with a, a rugby team in Europe, correct? Absolutely, but you know, even before that, uh, we didn't launch the product and hoped it would work. Obviously, we uh, we it came about the what we the information we had. Um, so concerning the the studies that were already been made with exposure to red light at certain wavelengths, um, and uh, NASA's work uh, towards that. Um, we thought, okay, it's an hypothesis. And we worked with sleep doctor Claude Grandfier at the Instrum of Lyon uh, to, uh, to make sure the parameters. Uh, so I said, it's a specific wavelength, specific timing, uh, yeah. specific uh, ramp down also, because you don't, it, it, it can't bother you when it goes off. It has to go off gradually, right? Otherwise yeah. it's, gonna, it's gonna wake you. Uh, and um, the proper amount of diffusion and uh, very important, the right intensity. So just enough so that the effect is being triggered without uh, staying in vigilance mode. Because if it's too, too bright, uh, you're not gonna fall asleep. Yeah. Uh, so all of these parameters were sort of uh, worked through with uh, Claude Gonfier, which is a sleep disorder expert. 
Um, and once we've had this recipe, we had to try it. And so the first step was to create 400 prototypes that we sort of give, gave out in the nature. And we did our own proper study uh, with the help of Olivier Cazel, which is a, physis a medical physicist, yeah. uh, with 100 subjects randomly chosen. Uh, and to validate that it actually had an effect and that it wasn't just, uh, you know, uh, a coin toss. <laughs> uh, and so once we, we got the results of this study, uh, we were able to tweak the, uh, the, the parameters and finally do a production run. That makes sense. Uh, since the, yeah. And so that's why we, we knew when we went to market that it was such a good device and that it was so effective is because we, we made sure that, you know, up, up front, uh, the science behind it was sound. Well, um, uh, yeah. And, yeah, and I think it was quite impressive, right, that you guys have already sold 30,000 units of that yeah, device, we sold, right? Yeah, we sold 30,000 30, units, so 30,000 uh, units uh, in the nature with obviously all the, the comments that comes with it, which is amazing from a VP's point of view to have to be able to to see all the, the people that we helped through uh, this this device is really amazing. The return rate of the product is especially amazing. Uh, so through these thirty thousand sales, uh, only four percent actually returned the device. So ninety six percent of the people, in spite of a thirty day trial, uh, you know, satisfaction guarantee, decided to keep the device and find it useful uh, to help them relax and get to sleep. So that's that's obviously the best uh, the the best thing for us is to know that the product not only works but is actually helpful. Yeah, for sure. Uh, now, uh, can you talk about your plans for the next twelve months? Like, what are you trying to achieve? Are you planning on releasing new products? Are you trying so, to penetrate certain markets? What are your plans? Right, right now we are only selling in Canada and France, and uh, that's because we are on the verge of opening up a uh, U.S. entity. Yeah. And so it's going to be it's going to be available for the U.S. market very, very soon. Uh, we really want this device to be uh, used in in sports because we believe that this is where it shines. This is where it can make a huge difference with um, with with athletes, uh, notably on on performance. And so uh, we've we've tried doing some uh, some uh, preliminary tests. Uh, we've we worked with the Lou Rugby team in Lyon, France. Yeah. where um, they, they identify their, their 15 worst sleepers. So you have to keep in mind, they, they fill out three times a week uh, questionnaires, industry standard questionnaires uh, to assess their quality of sleep. And so they were able to very easily say, okay, these 15 subjects are probably the most likely to benefit your product. Let's try it on them. And yeah. now it's been on for six months and all 15 of them have seen uh, a, a, a positive effect on their on their sleep and thus their performance. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the performance coach said, since the player have been using Helites, there there have been improvement in the overall rating of their sleep quality, uh, but also the sleep duration. And in some players, even describing uh, the, their sleep as different and deeper. And that's that's really what the device is meant to do is to, to cope with those sleep disorders and, and, and maximize uh, the quality of sleep. 
That's great. And you are you look focusing on specific sports or you know any kind of sports? It, you know, I mean, to us, it's really just about helping people sleep better. Uh, yeah. But in the case, like I said, uh, of 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 athletes, uh, it's also to better their performances because better sleep, better performance, everything is intrinsically linked. And uh, in the case of uh, say the NBA teams. While it's about also coping with the, the the odd schedules and the very little time they have to recuperate between matches, you're right. It is very intense, right? Um, exactly. Basketball is, you know, even even you could argue that in the NHL or the MLB, they've got so many games throughout the year, so that's why they have very little time to recover. And and sleep is the one thing that that's super important, like you said. So. Exactly. So we see ourselves just getting in more and more hands, uh, doing even more uh, collaboration with teams and uh, to essentially just help people sleep better and have a better quality of life as well. Because uh, when you sleep better, you're in a better mood. Uh, interpersonal relationships uh, get better. Uh, you know, I mean, we, we've all lived that situation where you had a bad night's sleep and you're, you're a bit agitated or you're a bit irritable. Yeah, um, exactly. Well, I mean, obviously that's not something that's beneficial to you, uh, to anyone really. Uh, and, and yeah. so that's, that's what we aim to do. Great. So look, we, we, we're at the end of the interview, but I wanted to thank you for, for your time today and good luck with everything. So thank you. Well, thanks for having me. And, uh, and hopefully, uh, you know, more people like you can sleep better uh, through uh, Helite Sleep. Great. But well, thank you. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye.